and it is Sunday, November 8th, 2020. And this is Contemporary and Conservative Audio by ContemporaryConservative.net. Today, in our Contemporary Conversations, we'll be discussing problems with the current and ongoing vote. Yeah, um, as I'm sure a lot of people know, there's, as of this time, they're still counting votes. Um, but they have projected that Joe Biden is the president-elect. That's what they're saying. And Kamala Harris, vice president-elect. Yep. She even made it official by changing her Instagram handle. <laughs> Bully for her. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yep. But we do still see a lot of problems uh, as the vote is continuing to be counted, don't we? Like in Pennsylvania, I understand. Yep. Uh, I think that one's going to go all the way up to the Supreme Court. Right. Yeah, Justice Alito has already said that uh, mail-in ballots received after Election Day are supposed to be sequestered and held until, I think, a recount or something of that nature. And Do you get the idea that those ballots will be... Um, you know, determined to be thrown out or, uh, you know, unqualified? Um, I don't, I can't really quite gauge how, you know, successful it will be that they're thrown out, but, I mean, it's a good case for them to, because the state law in Pennsylvania said that they had to be received by the end of the election day, but the Supreme Court you know what some Supreme Courts seem to do is rewrite the laws and make it so there's a three-day extension. And then not only that, if they're postmarked and if they're smudged a little bit, you know, whoever's counting the ballot gets to determine whether or not they think it looks like it was dated correctly on November 3rd. Well, that reminds me of the story coming out of Michigan. You know, the, there's a whistleblower in the Postal Service who says uh, that on the 4th, they were instructed to collect all ballots and backdate them as if they had been postmarked November 3rd. Yeah, I saw that video from uh, Project Veritas. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's so, shocking. You don't see that a lot, getting a lot of airplay. Well, it makes you wonder, especially with in Pennsylvania, you know, you hear about how the um, viewers, you know, were not allowed to watch the yeah. counting. Yeah, the uh, poll observers. <clears throat> and then you hear the stories about how they, even after they had them kicked out, they post they put poster board over the windows so they couldn't even see in from outside, even if they tried to watch with binoculars or, you know, something like that. Right. So that's pretty crazy when they were legally supposed to be there, these poll watchers, these, you know, count watchers. Yep. And then not only are there, you know, issues like that in the states, there are even some states that are still counting the votes, like uh, Arizona. Mm. And day by day, it seems like, you know, it could still go either way. Well, it's interesting that they still haven't called Arizona, um, and I think they're having a little bit of the same problem in Georgia, where it's just so narrow. I think it's like six-tenths of a percent there, right? Well, to, to be correct, some uh, outlets have called Arizona. Some still have not. 
Oh, that's right. Yep. I'm sorry. That's all right. Keep forgetting about that discrepancy. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the problem. There's like two major networks that right away called it for Arizona, and when there's still several other, uh, I don't know what they call them, official sources, if you will, that still had it. And I don't know what the official number is that have finally called it, but on election night, two out of, I think I've heard seven of the organizations had called it. And still a couple of days later, you know, Arizona was still counting votes. Right. And a lot of people have called on those news outlets to re you know, rescind their, their call, but they're not budging. Right. Well, that's interesting. I, and the way it, I mean, I think I expressed it to you already that the only path to victory I really see at this point for Trump is if the Supreme Court does throw out enough ballots in Pennsylvania to swing it red. Mm -hmm. If we do hold in Georgia instead of losing it. Right. And if Arizona is somehow turned red. Red. Yeah. That, I think the math for me was 279. And Biden's, because of the Pennsylvania flip, would mm -hmm. be something like 259 or... Yeah, I think that's what I said to you, 259. That sounds about right. And, um... No, in Georgia, I believe they're mostly still counting votes in Atlanta. And they have yet to receive or count all of, you know ballots from overseas soldiers and uh, provisional ballots so we're still officially waiting on that that call yes it'd be definitely interesting to see um i understand a lot of the states sh uh, hope to have everything wrapped up by tuesday and hopefully we won't see a, another big delay um be nice to have certainty to have closure on this right. rather than it be an outstanding question come thanksgiving right yeah that'd definitely be nice to have that that answer before then that's would make late. for a lot of awkward uh family reunion conversations <laughs> family dinners <laughs> fighting over the turkey mm. throwing the turkey <laughs> maybe so <laughs> unless you're in ben shapiro's family then they all just eat the dishes that they brought. <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, but since, you know, it's, it seems or has been uh, suggested, I guess, if you will, um, that Biden is the president-elect, we can, we can probably talk about, like, uh, what, what, uh, what we kind of think might happen uh, in the next four years and even further in the future. Um, and one of the things I think could happen, and you kind of see it already, because, you know, even though it seems like Trump might have lost the election, we gained quite a few seats unexpectedly in the House. And, you know, the way the House of Representatives works, it's all on a more localized basis. And you can kind of see that it's, you know, the conservative movement isn't quite over yet, even though Trump's lost. There's you know, still a lot of room yeah. for improvement and 
a lot yep. of opportunities will surely present themselves over the next four right. years, you know. Because one of the things that they're, you know, they're talking about is it's, it was the year of the Republican woman. They got like 12 re- new Republican House, uh, female House uh, representatives. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, one one thing that people, especially on the left, say that, you know, most women are usually, they should be Democrat, they were liberal and whatnot. And they women vote Republican yeah, because their they, husbands make them. Or they're not real women, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's, and, um, of course, we talked before in, in previous episodes about polls uh, showing more support uh, among minorities for Donald Trump. And that's more, that leads to more people in that group to lean towards the, the conservative side. And, you know, and they always talk about how, how that's been a struggle with Republicans and the conservative movement to reach out to more minority groups. And in the past four years, um, Trump and people under his administration have definitely done that. Well, it's great that they've, you know, sort of walked away like that. Yep. And um, there's a lot of new material and a lot of new personalities and platforms out here as alternatives to the traditional, you know, big tech now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how these new Trump supporters mm-hmm. who don't have him as president to look to anymore will have, you know, this smattering of new material from which they could maybe come to understand conservatism a little better mm-hmm. and uh, from different perspectives than just Donald Trump's big mouth. You right. know, I think that's definitely a big part of why he lost is because right. he expresses himself so poorly which and, and I, it's, just, it's not necessarily a bad thing because i think uh andrew Claven kind of lays this out pretty good he basically says that sometimes you know you get to a certain point where you need a big brash bold figure like that to help you know spur spur movement sure and some people think, you know, the conservative movement wouldn't be where it is today without Trump. Some people think that's bad. Some people think the movement has gone to a bad place, but of course I don't think so. And the people that think so are like those, you know, in the Lincoln Project or uh, George Conway, you know, those yeah. types. Oh, you mean Kellyanne Conway's husband? Yeah, right. Yeah, I sometimes forget that they are married to each other, being so opposite as right, they that, are. <laughs> that is interesting, and I can't imagine how the, their dinner, uh, their I can't imagine how their Thanksgiving dinners were. Speaking <laughs> of those a moment ago, right? So, um, what kind of voices do you think might uh, appeal to people to kind of smooth over some of Trump's harsher rhetoric that? you know, these last four years have kind of been dominated by with his Twitter feed and the news cycle, you know, repeating repeating these things. Well, I think it'll be um, probably not just one one particular voice. It'll probably be many. Because we already see, um, you know, some, some of the big examples. Uh, first off, um, the one that comes to my mind anyway, 
is with the Daily Wire and how they're moving to, you know, expand their reach and not only continue what they have been doing with their different their different hosts of the shows um, and their you know reporting, but they're bringing on um, Candace Owens uh, to help reach out to you know the black population to expand the conservative movement to them, and they're also going to from from how I understand it, ex- you know, get into more. Uh, conservative media whether it be like TV shows or movies I don't exactly know what they're doing but they're trying to go around the traditional routes of you know getting messages out I see like they've embraced that sort of Andrew Breitbart um, you know that culture is or politics is downstream from culture right. so um, if you really want to make change, political change, you have to change the culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So they're going to be putting out media. Did you say like movies and things that? Um... Um, that's how I understand. Don't don't quote me on that. Um, I was listening, just listening to um, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro has a Sunday special, and he did an episode with Jeremy Boring, which they're like the co-owners or founders of the Daily Wire. Um, and they kind of briefly talked about what what they have planned for the future, and um, you know, and it's not just them. You know, uh, Dan Bongino, he has his own website, the Bongino Report, because he kind of took over where uh, Matt Drudge used to be, you know, with his Drudge Report website, mm-hmm. and you know, Dan Bongino is getting really big with his stuff too. So I don't, I don't think it's just going to be one solitary voice that kind of, you know takes over the movement or speaks for it. I think it'll be, you know, a multitude of different people who provide, you know, their perspectives on the conservative movement because, you know, we all, we're not lockstep blank. Yeah, you know, the left like is, the Democrats are, right. where you hear one or two, three buzzwords come out in the morning and it's repeated throughout the news cycle right. all day long, yeah. all day. <clears throat> Across all the networks, all the, you know, personalities. It's amazing how they all know that one catchphrase all of a sudden. Yep. Yeah. So do you think it'll be sort of in the vein of, like, these Prager University videos that we've seen where they're, like, um, sort of informal, um, almost like documentaries or, uh, you know, limited... uh, infomercials if you will or something like that or or do you think it'll be more in the vein of entertainment like movies that portray a concept or you know um, show conservative values I don't, really, or, I don't really know but I hope kind of in the way of you know like entertainment and you know like movies and TV shows yeah um, because I you know one reason why I don't subscribe to Netflix anymore I haven't even watched Netflix and I couldn't even tell you how long it's because a lot of their shows are, you know, you know, you know liberal based. You know, yeah, it's they, interesting. I heard of you know, their cuties, that cuties movie, oh, or whatever it was. I yep. mean, yep, yep. That no, show. no conservative network would put that out. I don't. Right. So, and I, I just think, well, not think, but I hope, you know, they kind of take over, or build a new space for people to make 
more conservative type movies. Well, it's interesting. You know, I definitely think there's a market out there because as we right. saw over the summer and into the fall, I mean, we saw how the woke, you know, sports of the NFL and oh, yeah, yeah. Um, the NBA. NBA and everything. How right. I heard for a fact that this year golf was more watched than any of the other sports combined. Right. Can you believe that golf? And do you know why? Some people, when I say this to them, they say, why? Because it didn't get political. Right. They just played golf. That's it, why golf was the most watched sport this year. <laughs> you didn't see, I mean, I don't know if Tiger Woods was playing this year. I assume he was. But if he was, you didn't see him out there with a Black Lives Matter golf jacket on. I don't think it's wrong that at the end of the day, when you've had conversations with your coworkers and, you know, on the bus or whatever, um, you hear on the radio about politics all day, mm -hmm. it's not bad to want to zone out and actually watch cable or, you know, right. watch a program, watch sports. Not everything has to be political and right. you don't have to be preached at 24-7. Right. <clears throat> Somebody tell that to the ad council, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there's a place for it and there's a place not for it. I mean, if it it'd be one thing if you know Colin Kaepernick, who's like one of the biggest names in this whole movement that they're sure. doing, if he had like you know came out after press conferences or whatever and you know gave his opinions and whatnot, that'd be one thing. But to while he's, you know, on the clock, if you will, you know, with jersey on, on the field, wearing socks that depict cops as pigs. I mean, that's why would anybody want to keep keep watching that? That's that's not what we're what the what we're places to watch some people play some football. Well, and it's interesting, you know, and when it what's brought up as a discrepancy or you know as an issue, uh, doubling down on it turning it into a national thing you mm -hmm. saw it on the local scale you started to see teenagers at local high schools mm -hmm. not wanting to stand up for the flag or whatever because yeah. it was the in thing to do so it's interesting you know right Colin Kaepernick but uh I I think the the uh future is still fairly fairly bright for the conservative movement. Like we mentioned earlier, we got, you know, more, gained more seats in the House of Representatives. Yes. Um, and... And maybe we've chipped away at uh, Nancy's ability to remain a speaker. Yeah. Hopefully. You know, yeah, that's a good point because there's the that group of Democrats who put out that letter saying they need new leadership. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it's somebody at least decent <laughs> but well well that's remains to be seen but um you know i the fight always continues for the conservative movement as we know yes and it will continue into 2021 and beyond right because we always have to preserve you know our liberties our way of life yep that's, traditions it's in the name Conservatism. And that beautiful constitution. Yeah. <laughs> we thank you for stopping by and spending a little time with us here today. 
And we'd like you to visit our website at contemporaryconservative.net. And please leave a comment or uh, reply on any article or podcast that you find on our website.